Uh, time for me to warn you that it is possible that in the course of the next hour and 55 minutes or so you may hear some rough language or be introduced to uh, concepts you find unwholesome. If you fear that this is a possibility, clearly you should be listening to something else.
yes, I picked that record up at the Hackney Record Fair two weeks ago, two weekends ago in London. And yeah, there's nothing that makes me happier than picking up rare disco that I had never known of before. Um, that was Master Boogie's Song and Dance, and the song was called When the Shit Hits the Fan. Yeah, released on West End Records, which I believe is a US label at some point in the 80s, 1980, I believe. And yeah, amazing, funky, sexy. I'm very happy that that's what we'll get our explicit tag for on iTunes this week. Is a, shit hits the fan. Is a very happy song about shit hitting a fan. <laughs> I had a really good time at the Hackney Record Fair as well. Uh, picked up a bunch of records there myself. None of which you'll be hearing on this show. But maybe another time. Maybe uh, later. I do think I've got another one. I picked up. I managed to pick up lots of weird stuff. So I've got a um, very weird uh, sort of breakbeat bit later on. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how the podcast progresses. Um, yes. So may they do more record fairs there. More record fairs. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure my bank account can quite handle it. But you know, we will try. Um, Yes, welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. Uh, it's a weekly podcast where we play lots of uh, interesting music. It's old, something old, something new, usually something forthcoming as well. I think we've got all this week. Um, my name's Gareth. And I'm Anthony. And this is the fourth now in the sort of newly rebooted Independent Music Podcast. And we had, a, we had like uh, we had our record week of the new one last week with absolutely loads of downloads, hundreds of you lot. So we really appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, hopefully we can do more more good shows yeah. to give you interesting music to listen to because we enjoy doing it, and we hope you enjoy listening to it. Yeah, getting more better shows as well, just like always improving. I think. I wonder when we'll stop saying this is the this show within this new rebooted thing. Is it ten? We'll get to this is the tenth one. Maybe, yeah. There's only so far I then it's just becomes <laughs> irrelevant. Um, I'm going to play a track that is from the polar end of the spectrum from the last one. So you were just that was 1980, and we're going to come right up 35 years later to 2015 with a brand new song from uh, two incredibly talented artists, Colin Stetson and Sarah Neufeld. Uh, saxophonist and violinist both done really good solo work. They're a couple, and decided you know let's do a record together. And they've done something like this. Thank you. 
Colin Stetson and Sarah Neufeldt. The track's called The Rest of Us. A uh, fantastic video went online for that as well, which I can highly recommend. Um, they will have played a show for me now a couple of days before this podcast because of, we are recording this on a Wednesday and it's coming to your ears on a Monday. And they're playing in two days and I could not be more excited. Um, are they playing any other shows elsewhere in the country? N- they the played UK, some shows in Ireland uh, and then this one show in London and that's it. Uh, off uh, back to Europe. Um, just to sort of give a bit more about that, so that's Colin playing a contrabass saxophone, and that's Sarah playing violin. You can also hear some of her vocals, and also his mic'd up. Uh, he has a throat mic, and also the percussion is mics on the saxophone, so it's him hitting it because of um, how the album's recorded is how they play live, which is all live one take. So that will be that's just a live recording. There's no overdubs. There's no nothing. All that sound is just two people playing at one time. It sounds very strange as well. I could imagine it's a, a sight to behold. Yeah, I mean, it's basically... I haven't seen Sarah, but I've seen Colin a couple of times, and it is some of the most amazing musicianship you will see anywhere. He's known for working with Bonnie Ver and Arcade Fire. She's the violinist in Arcade Fire. Just sort of heroes of the uh, Canadian sort of music scene, really. That's a sort of more well-known stuff, but as you can hear, they make their own sort of strange music and all sorts of stuff. Released on Constellation Records. Highly recommended. Cool. Well, up next I've got a tra- another record that I bought at the Hackney Record Fair two weekends ago. Uh, this was for- this is out now on Discrepant. This is Mutter Massac. Build a dream, the dream, the dream, 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 Thank you. 
was great, guys. Um, tell me about that this person because I feel like yeah, I can hear a lot of a lot of different things going on, sort of Western music, Eastern music, something very contemporary with some like old style sounds there. Yeah, well, it's not a great deal of surprise. Uh, it's uh, Mutter Masik is the producer. She's a Egyptian Italian producer she, who was raised in the U.S. New York, I think. Um, yeah, she pulls in a lot of different influences a lot of sounds it's the album is that's um essentially the only track well the first track on the album that actually approaches like accessibility the first mm. the opening tracks on the record are you know, very hard to listen to there's a you know, it's a very avant-garde it's kind of brutal and unapologetic in places it's yeah so but ultimately within the whole record you can tell like she's pulling influences from all over the place sounds from all over the place and as someone who has undoubtedly a rich upbringing and from lots of different cultures then it's not a surprise that that is the output of it and it's really refreshing to actually hear records that um sound like that enjoyed that a lot yeah i mean discrepant records um is a label which has been releasing some great stuff i picked up a rare album from beirut from an artist malayne which i played um, not on this podcast but certainly in other just dj sets and radio shows that i've done it's fantastic and then you picked up some more now it looks like it's a label i think we're just gonna have to start buying everything i think, I think yeah. it's like all right enough's enough it's sort of done enough buying everything well that was it i went over to their table at um the hackney record fair and it was Essentially, I started listening to the new release and I was like, oh, which was this? And I was like, oh, I love this. And he's like, oh, well, if you like that, then you'll like this. And it was sort of like the big sell. And I was like, I can only listen to so many records and I've only got so much money. But it's definitely a label I'm going to keep going back to and check out their other stuff. Um, if you're interested, that, again, Mutter Masik, the album's called Symbols Follow. It's out on Discrepant Records right now. The track, I don't think I said, was called, or oh, still is called Long Beards. If you were thinking like what the title of that song could be, Long Beards is not necessarily what I might think. No, especially the track, other track titles are, well, some of them are a bit harder to pronounce. But um, yes, um, I do specialise in picking track titles that are impossible to pronounce, but not that time. Yeah, I'm a bit more, a bit more sort of uh, Western English American in mind so far on this. I'm going to move on to the next song. For an artist I've been a big fan of for many, many years, David Thomas Broughton, he is a man from England, from the north of England, who's released uh, sort of on a lot of great labels, sort of just strange music from the sort of... It's often, actually, I say his, his recorded uh, output can often be a little bit more accessible than his sort of wildly varying live shows. Um, he's kind of known as a live artist, as a sort of a pretty intense improviser, and but he's released on um, Static Caravan, on Brain Love Records, I can't remember who. Do you remember who the Complete Guide to Insufficiency was released on? No, the only thing ones I remembered were Brain Love and Static. Character. Well, uh, he his his first EP, The Complete Guide to Insufficiency. I can tell you, is probably the greatest debut EP ever recorded. Strong I, words. I can't remember who the label is, but I'm telling you, it's <laughs> the one. And I'm going to play you. So this is from a close friend of mine, Matthew Song by Toad Records. The track's called Drifting Snow, and it's from one of his. Um, he does sort of splits on the label sometimes where he brings together different artists that are recording on the label and just brings them to record in his lounge and sort of knock out a split record basically that's what he's done this is Sparrow Spar in the Workshop Johnny Common Siobhan Wilson and David Thomas Broughton and this track is called Drifting Snow
So I'm a little confused. Uh, on the back of the sleeve, it says the song's called "Drifting Snow," and on the actual record, it says "Heavy Past and Violent History." So it's one of the two. It's a song. It's a good one. It's a song by David Thomas Broughton. Exactly. Any which way, it's called. It is a song by David Thomas Broughton on Song by Toad Records. And you can look out for um, coming towards the end of this year. Uh, three David Thomas Broughton albums that are being released on three different labels concurrently. An American one, uh, English or British, Scottish one, and another one that I can't remember. Um, 
Was it a Paper Garden in New yeah. York, Song by Toad in the UK? Yeah, Paper Garden Records in New York for certain, Song by Toad in the UK for certain, and another one in Europe, but... I can't remember. Exactly. Um, I talked to David and because after he was living in North Korea because his wife works for the government. And I was like, I was living in Pyongyang, David. And he was like, bit serious. Yeah, but... <laughs> I was like, it's the well, master of the understatement, David Thomas brought. Not the North Korean government, I think you should hasten to add. But she, his wife was... Oh, uh, no, I think she was working for someone else. The UN, else. was it? Yeah, I think she was working for the UN in North Korea. Also yeah. in South Korea as well. He's living in um, in Seoul now. That's a little bit serious in North Korea, I hear. Um, yes, so I've got a record now from Jazzman Records. They've been doing a series of compilations over the last couple of years called Spiritual Jazz, and they have a remarkably high quality of... Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Every release is a stormer. Yeah, that's, Something like that's, that. the, that's the phrase I'm looking for. They've got a very high benchmark, and each record seems to be better than the last. They've just released Spiritual Jazz 6, which focused, focuses on very weird, or not very weird, very unique vocalists, vocalist talent. And yes, this is Pharaoh Sanders. Well, Pharaoh Sanders is an excellent player. He is. Does he sing as well? He does not. Leon Thomas is the vocalist, but it's Pharaoh Sanders' band. Pharaoh Sanders, uh, part of Sunrise Orchestra, played with John Coltrane. Yeah, jazz legends, exactly, band leader. Yeah, this, uh, this track's from 1969, and it's called Prince of Peace. Oh, 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 
Sarah Sanders, Prince of Peace, out now from the compilation Spiritual Jazz 6 Vocals on Jazzman Records. Uh, absolutely wonderful. Love love uh, Leon Thomas's vocals, vocal work there as well. It's very strange. Yodeling for Jesus. It's, um, yeah, what was your joke? You're yodeling on the cross, I think. <laughs> Something like that. It's a little bit, if that's, uh, if that's what he's talking about. I'm making it sound like that. Yeah. That's, uh, it was certainly sounded like he was in pain. It's like, yeah, like I say, wonderful, wonderful compilation. Uh, the other ones, if they're still available, I'd encourage you to go check them out. Jasmine Records, loads of good stuff through them. Uh, London label, I think. I think you're right. I'm going to play one from American label, Awesome Tapes from Africa. Uh, it's the blog that's sort of been going for, I'm going to say, best part of 10 years now. Um, gradually picking up more and more fans until now. It's a pretty, a very established blog and label and uh, the chap whose name escapes me who runs the label is also like a regular DJ all over the world playing the music that he's uh, dug up from across Africa. Um, the story on this record, this is At A Cat. Um, it's been getting a lot of sort of talk over the last month or two. Essentially, the first post on Awesome Tapes from Africa is that this was the, the tape that inspired him to start the blog. Found this weird tape. He was like, this is brilliant. Uh, never heard any music like this before. Doesn't equate to anything else I've heard in Africa. Who is this man? What's this all about? And then went on to, he looked, He was looking for Atacat for the best part of 10 years. Wow. Found him. Uh, when Because he was living in America. He lived in When his record was recorded, he was living in Germany. Then he moved to America. And then back to Ghana. And then he managed to get him when he came back, it seems. And then he agreed to let them release the record to give it a proper uh, re-release on tape because apparently only 50 were pressed in the first place and apparently per Attica only three were sold and the rest was just given to friends and family. So it's a minor miracle that it survived at all. Yeah, probably Uh, better than some labels currently working. (laughs) Better than some stuff that I've released maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's a minor miracle that the the record survived, that the the song survived at all really to end up coming to a wide audience. So see what you think of this. It's uh, pretty great. This is uh, Daniana. Oh, do I? 
the sounds of Atacat. The song's called Daniana and the album's called Oba Obasima and that's released on Awesome Tapes from Africa. There's um yeah a lot to lot lot to what obviously amazing song and there's a lot to get to know 
about the artist and the story of the label looking for the artist and all that. And I highly recommend that you get on to Awesome Tapes from Africa blog to find out more about that and also a lot for the many, many other fantastic releases yeah, and just been. general stuff that you can hear on that blog because of uh, Africa's an enormous place with an incredibly rich musical history yeah. and 99.99% uh, of it will never come to our ears over here. So it's good to hear this People some of it at the least <laughs> yeah well I remember like a few, well, a few weeks ago I played the Orlando Julius record that was from Voodoo Funk which is a similar sort of setup. it's a blogger who then goes out to Africa digs up records puts out reissues amazing ones sells them on runs a shop in well, Costa Rica now and so, that sort of that sort of thing and it's um, yeah, amazing that there's people out there who actually just go to these places that's what I want to do yeah <laughs> it would be nice it would certainly but be I'm going to Brazil in September to uh, DJ at a wedding so maybe I'll have a chance to do some digging yeah that'd be yeah phenomenal like it's yeah just it, you can't really comprehend the amount of effort and like it takes to do that sort of thing and so much dedication there must like oh, the, I don't I, I kind of don't necessarily agree it's like one of those things that I think essentially you got like 20 shops or something mm-hmm. over many of cities and you go in and buy a load of shit and you listen to it all yeah, well, whether they get them from the shops or whether it's like people's collections, so the um, a mixture, I think, from Sahel Sounds, I think it's a lot from people's collections, wasn't it? Yeah, well, on the um, Facebook, um, on our Facebook page, I put a link to a Dustin Grooves article about um, uh, Voodoo Funk, and it was he was talking then. It was people who were like selling their collection, so older people who had built a collection would oh. sell it on, and then he would buy stuff or would go through it, or he had agents in Africa, like in other countries, who would then go and buy collections off people and sort yeah, through them and stuff like that and it's um you know it's just amazing that there's so many labels going like not just to africa but you know south america like you say but into like the middle east and into asia and just like places like finders keepers and all these amazing labels digging up all this amazing music from you know year, decades and decades ago it's fabulous yep i want me to do some international digging yeah please do that like i don't think i could get away from the day job but yeah it would be very nice what you got next then guys uh, i have a um a forthcoming reissue on a label called sound obsession it's uh, a french library musician called bernard fevre i'm not very good with my pronunciation as i alluded to earlier um, but this is on an album called suspense and the track is called wiki way sweet Mr. Main that was that was really good <laughs> sounded at least 10-15 years uh, later than it actually was as well. yeah that's uh, 40 years old this year came out in 1975 the album was called Suspense the track is called Weeky Way 
and the artist is Bernard Bernard Fevre. So, know anything about Bernard Fevre? Uh, well, yeah, he's a French uh, Parisian library musician. Uh, he's still performing today, and this is and he's yeah. There's a he's essentially a bit of an electro disco pioneer. <laughs> less so on that record, but his later so- one. So. Well, another one that's getting re- reissued as a part of this is one called an EP called Disco Club, which came out in 1978 under the moniker Black Devil. I didn't realise this is... So, of course, it's Bernard. He's the Black Devil Disco Club man. That that's a, It's a Stonewall electronic classic, years ahead of its time, sort of... I didn't realise it's being reissued by Lowe. Uh, yeah, so uh, Lowe uh, have released a couple of his more contemporary records and so are reissuing this one as well. I nearly booked him a couple of times with Baba Yaga's. Like, I even spoke to him, I even spoke to him on email. I was like, you know, I was like, me, I really, like, you know, I really want to. I have to try to, uh, try to figure out how we can make this work. There's still time. Because uh, it's one of those records that, you know, is an absolutely amazing record, but it's pretty expensive because it's mm-hmm. a classic. So I will be happy to see that reissued and I will be getting myself a copy. Yeah, well... Uh... Let me just find the date. May the 11th, so in a couple of weeks' time. Good I haven't like heard from Lo in a while. I know. I like, I bought, I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe they've still been releasing great stuff, but maybe not that's come to my ears. Yeah, they've certainly uh, dropped off my radar I might be well. doing a show in London with Pierre Henry, another sort of contemporary in, in France of uh, early French electronic pioneer, builds his own instruments, mm-hmm. proper dude, basically. Hoping to get him over for a show this year, next year, maybe. Yeah, well, that'd be yeah phenomenal, and I'd love to go see Bernard as well. Uh, he's um, yeah. So the other record that's get coming out is uh, Cosmos twenty forty three, which was between the two. It was nineteen seventy seven. That one I haven't actually had a chance to listen to that one yet. But yeah, lots of goodness. Very odd and well, like you say, well ahead of its time. It's um, yeah, brilliant. Well. Even though we've only played what will now be my fourth song and fourth from Gareth, we've reached an hour and we try to keep these to around an hour. So I think that's going to be all from us. Well, thank you very much for listening and to everyone who's been downloading it. We very much appreciate it. Yep. You can, as I said, you can get in touch with us. How can you get in touch with us, Gareth? Um, you can get in touch through the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast. Um, go to independentmusicpodcast.net and there's actually a contact form there where you can get in touch with us um you can listen on mixcloud if you're not already you can listen on itunes pocket casts acast um anywhere else you get your podcasts if you can't find it where you usually get your podcast let us know because we want it to be accessible to absolutely as many people as possible as i said like the last one was uh, got maybe three or four times the downloads of the previous one and the previous one before that was more than double than the other one yeah. so we we appreciate it we hope you're enjoying the music um, well, I'm going to leave you with this is we're doing this podcast on Wednesday, the 15th of um, April. And on Saturday, 18th is Record Store Day, the increasingly celebrated and maligned, uh, divisive <laughs> and all the rest <laughs> Record Store Day. Um, I was um, saying to Gareth, uh, like, yes, Record Store Day is bad for labels, but it's good for shops. Yes, yeah, so it's the Margaret Thatcher of the music <laughs> world. It's very divisive. Well, it's not a great compliment to Record Store Day. But, no, it really but, isn't, is it? But anyway, at the, at the um, indie label market, about a month, whatever it was, about a month ago, I was at Fire Records and I asked James, who runs Fire, I'm like, um, James, uh, that Bardo Pond release that you're doing for Record Store Day, can I buy one off you? And he's mm-hmm. like, I've actually got one, but like, I'm selling it to the highest bidder. And, um, and as the day went on, he, got a, he, he had a few drinks. And I ended up selling it. He ended up. I ended up buying it off him for three beers. So thank you very much, James. You, you can't have had many very high offers. <laughs> uh, I think he had ones higher than me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I was the highest offer. Okay, you got uh, mates' rates of three <laughs> beers. Yeah. So the song's called "Music Is the Healing Force of the Universe." It's Albert Isler. It's a late '60s jazz artist. I look, just looked it up. It's actually written by his wife, uh, Maria. Or partner, and it's a cover by Bardo Pond, one of the best uh, American rock bands of the last 20 years. Um, and yeah, music is the healing force of the universe. Thank you very much, and we will be with you next Monday. Bye. Bye.